재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We carve out a little bit of time this time every week uh, for TBS 120, which is our attempt to dig out some useful information, uh, some stuff that expats and new arrivals might want to know about, kind of a helpline for people who might be listening. And our in-studio reporter, Haley Cha, brings it to us each week. Hi, Haley. Good morning, Kurt. Well, one thing that is true here in Korea in 2017 is that there are a staggering number of uh, media options in the local language and of course in English as well. So we wanted to just kind of do a little overview, a survey of what's out there and some of the context behind it. Where do you want to get started yeah, with doing yeah. that? Well, Kurt, did you know that Korea's broadcast content export is the third largest in the world after the US and UK? That is, you're talking about dramas and things like that. Yes. Content exports. Yeah, that's, yes, yes. that's pretty huge. Um, not entirely surprising, but uh, the fact that it's number three is amazing. Yeah, me too. Um, according to the survey done by Japanese officials, broadcast experts of U.S. for 2015 were as high as over 21 billion worldwide, followed by U.K. with 3 billion, and then Korea ranked the third with 320 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, another. And while Japan, Japan, another competitive country, ranked fourth with $238 million. And this is a good sign, I guess, that Korean programs are very competitive in the global market. Right. And the genesis of that is that, you know, it, it was all intended for domestic consumption at first. Then these uh, Korean content products, these dramas and so on, caught on in China, in Southeast Asia and so forth. So now there's this kind of right from the inception of an idea, they're thinking about exporting it. Yes. Let's bring it back domestic, though, and look at mm-hmm. uh, kind of just the broadcasting environment and a little bit of history. What can you tell us? Yeah, before we go any further, let's briefly talk upon the history of the Korean broadcasting stations. Well, the first Korean TV station was established in 1927, 90 years ago, with the name JODK. This is unfamiliar, but also the very first FM radio was established in 1966, hmm. which was Seoul FM. And also, there are main broadcasting stations, KBS, NBC, and SBS, which are privileged to use territorial wave in broadcasting, supported by the government. And they were all established relatively in the near past. KBS in 1961 and NBC in 1969, while SBS were founded in 1991. And also six years ago in 2011, integrated programming channels, what we call as 종편 channel, like JTVC and MBN, Channel A, TV Joseon, were licensed to be cable TV channels. Cable TV. So yes. the only ones that are free to air, in other words, if you have an old-fashioned TV with just bunny ears, yeah. you can pull the big three, KBS, NBC, and SBS, right out of the air. Yeah. And then to get all of these other emerging networks, which are kind of taking over the space in some ways, Mm -hmm. uh, you need cable. Yes, that's true. Well, EBS can be falling into the territorial wave sector, Mm -hmm. but other than that, and finally nowadays, do you know how many broadcasting stations are existing? How many, including cable and everything? Yes, everything. Hundreds? Uh, I don't know, 300? Um, close. 396. And they are marking the total annual sales of 15 trillion won in the market. That's huge, isn't that it? That is huge. Yes. I don't have that much time to watch television. <laughs> yeah, but it's out there. It's good to know. Yes. Okay. So where do we go next? 
Well, I'd like to introduce to you five main trends Korean TV programs and channels have. Okay. Yeah, the first one is two-way communication with viewers in the Korean TVs. Well, Koreans tend to freely express their feelings and thoughts thanks to the development of internet environments. And in other words, there lies a huge preference in reciprocal communications. Koreans proactively take part in the social media and raise their voice via the internet. And many also produce UCC as a one-person media in various internet channels. UCC, that's user-created content, right? Yes, correct. And taking this into consideration, Korean TV programs also try to enlarge the involvement of the viewers, pursuing joint interaction between TV program and the consumers. Mm. They often talk about TV as a lean back. You can talk about media as either lean back or lean forward. Lean back is where they just kind of broadcast to you and you sit there and watch it. Lean forward is when you answer back with your social media or something like that. So you're telling me that Korean media tends to be more lean forward than in other places. Yes, yes. The latter one. For example... NBC was very quick to adopt the UCC format into the TV show. In one program, famous figures like cooks, singers, and athletes are invited to do the one media live internet broadcasting with their own contents during the TV show. And then they were asked to constantly interact with the internet users coming to the server by chatting. And whoever attracts the most participants were to win the competition. And this program was considered the upgraded version of TV program that represents a two-way communication model with the viewers. Yeah. Interesting. So it's more of a conversation, and uh, you'll see in some of these shows uh, the actual real-time feedback coming in from viewers. Yes. That's a little bit different. I mean, in, in North America, you have this sort of basic model of being broadcasted to. There's uh, a few shows, like some of these reality programs, audition shows and stuff, where you can maybe have a one-time vote. But the idea of a running conversation is uh, not really that common. Audition programs, huge in Korea, right? Yeah, that too. That's a second trend I wanted to introduce. Well, in foreign soap dramas, Asian people, especially Koreans, are often portrayed aggressive competitors in every aspect, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And I guess it's partially true as Koreans love to watch competitions going on. For example, singing audition program started with Superstar K in Mnet Channel in 2009, which drew huge attention from public enough to extend its program to season 8th now. Mm. And similar formats of the singing audition programs were produced here and there, like K-pop star from SBS and Produce 101 Season 2 at Mnet Channel, which is now a huge sensation among young generations, including me, and (laughs) who even um, participate to vote for their favorite candidates online. And likewise, a whole lot of other programs that set out contests in various subjects are gaining popularity. For instance, including dancing competition, cooking foods, and singing raps. And they all enjoy great success from the public. And they create entire fandoms almost out of thin air. They create groups that get really, really huge. Yes. Um, so the the whole process, and, and we've talked about this before, how in Korea the relationship between people and their favorite K-pop group might be slightly different than a fandom elsewhere where you actually kind of feel like you're close to these people. Yes. And they're kind of interacting with you even though you know they're, they're behind the TV screen and so on. Yes. Um, so maybe we can pivot to news. Uh, any news trends or uh, something we could talk about in the news space? a bit yeah me too i really enjoy watching news on tv and um nowadays news programs are playing great role as opinion leaders in korean society 
Well, Korea is a country where political issues can be used as a frequent icebreakers for anyone whom you meet. Mm. And even when you grab a taxi, you can start right away talking about the political incidents with the unknown taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if your Korean's decent, uh, you yes. can get into some very, very interesting conversations. Yeah, that much. News programs are popular and TV channels as well as radio channels are interested in making good ones. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the main news program at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock in the night were considered the main program to um, evaluate the value of this certain channel. Mm. And in the past, KBS, NBC, SBS, those channels were the main competitors in the news sectors. However, after 2011, things have changed mm. as four main newspaper companies established integrated programming cable channels each. For example, Jungangilbo made JTBC and Joseon Ilbo made TV Joseon Channel mm-hmm. and Dongha Ilbo made Channel A while Meilgyeongje newspaper made MBN. Also, news specialized channels like YTN and Yonhap News are also playing main role in providing 24 hours of news at the cable channels. Yeah, cable has taken a bite of uh, the news share, I guess, in, in yes. Korea, but it's not, it's not quite like other places. I mean, the main cable networks came along in the U.S. and just cannibalized the evening news audience, you know, mm-hmm. of the big three networks. Here, I think it's still, people still pretty reliably tune in to the big three uh, for that eight o'clock news. It's still kind of a big deal, isn't it? Well, I don't think so. No? Because things have changed dramatically nowadays. Okay. And the new contents are now fierce than ever, with recent statistics showing that three territorial wave TV stations are not anymore dominant in the okay. field, suppressed okay. by the other channels. Well, it happened when one of the integrated program channel successfully made exclusive news reports on corruption allegation of former President mm. Park last year. They found that tablet, yes. didn't they? Yeah. Yes, yes. Marking unprecedentedly high viewers rating up to 10% while other three main um, news had 5% of viewers rating. Mm-hmm. One big scoop is all it takes sometimes. Uh, flipping through the channels at home, I'm staggered by the sheer amount of shopping channels that I see. I mean, there, there's, there's an unbelievable amount of home shopping being done in Korea. Yeah, that's a fourth trend. Well, there are currently seven home shopping channels in cable TV, which launched its first one in 1995. And it's very interesting to know that the first item appeared appearing in the home shopping was a remote control. Can you believe it? <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's appropriate. Control. Yeah, and only 10 of them were sold. Well, nowadays, the annual total sale of home shopping peaked to 12 trillion one. That's massive. Do you know yes. anybody that home shops via cable television? Yeah, that's me. You do? <laughs> yeah. That's I buy a lot of uh, cosmetics and clothes. But nowadays, um, the items are more diverse that even the side dishes like soy crab, do you know ganjang gejang? Sure, that's a favorite yeah. Yeah, just talked about side it, yeah. dish. Yeah. And also imported tropical fruits are one of the top selling items here. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's got a slightly different, I guess, reputation here in Korea than uh, in uh, North America. English language broadcasting. We've got, of course, TBS EFM. You should never change the channel away from TBS EFM yes. radio or television. But let's just quickly touch upon some yeah. other sources. In 2008, TBS launched TBS EFM radio service, of which you're listening to right now, mm-hmm. to help uh, expect listeners. And the creation of TBS EFM was of milestone incident in the media market because there were poor service of English radio. Mm. And after that, EBS newly launched EBS 2 in 2015. And other than that, there's KBS World and Arirang TV and Radio and also AFN Korea, which is for American Forces Network Korea. There are several things.
There you go. And TBS, uh, TBS and AFN, the only ones that use terrestrial broadcasting. The other ones use shortwave and internet. That's just a little overview of the media environment here. Haley, thanks very much. Thank you. And our global family is up next when Koreascape returns.